Hello and welcome to Practice Self-Care, one of the habits available on Flex and one we can all benefit from developing if we're serious about our well-being. So what do we mean by practice self-care? Well, we mean to look after ourselves. The way I look at it is I'm usually the best person to look after myself. Not always, but usually. And if it is someone else that knows best, it's usually a family member, a good friend or a healthcare professional. So the president of your well-being is usually you. The reasons we fail to look after ourselves is uh, too big a subject to cover here, but fear plays a big role and it's invariably misplaced. In my experience, what I think people notice about me is not what they notice. It's a liberating thought. It means I can make changes to myself that only I will notice. The impact of these changes can be very positive for me and nobody else will bat an eyelid because they're wrapped up in their own little world just like I am. Looking after myself can be proactive or reactive. In an ideal world, our routines will include a series of mini resets throughout the day. Each reset prevents stress levels from entering the unhelpful zone. Back in the real world, we are not always in control of our environments. Technology issues, unhelpful colleagues, neighbours, transport issues, pandemics, health worries. There are a host of things that don't go as we'd like and they can catapult our stress levels into this unhelpful zone. In these situations, we need ways to bring down the stress levels as soon as possible. The good news is that prevention or cure, the things that help us are all the same. You'll work out which ones are best for you and in which circumstances. So let's look at a few. Set and stick to a work routine. Parkinson's law is the adage that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. In simple terms, if you don't set yourself limits, you'll keep on going because there's usually more work to be done. The more you stick to your routine, the easier it is to stick to your routine and eventually it becomes automatic or the new normal. Most importantly, when your workday stops, stop working. Ditch the work technology, get out of your work clothes, work is done for the day, it's time to do something else instead. Regular breaks. Your routine should include breaks or mini resets. The little things you can do to calm and clear the mind and take them whether you think you need them or not. They reduce the chances of stress levels reaching that unhelpful zone. Uh, walking or anything else that gets you active, spending time in nature, focused breathing or meditation, listening to music, or five minutes of creativity in whatever form it may take. Design yourself some five-minute breaks. Schedule them into your routine and stick to them. One mini reset every hour, then there's the infamous lunch hour. If we don't take time out for lunch, we are missing a big opportunity to rest, recharge and refocus. Take a step away from whatever you're doing, get some fresh air, some natural daylight, Maybe even turn off your phone to maximise your chances of avoiding all those triggers that prevent you from making the most of your midday reset. Do what you can to make lunch healthy and every so often see what you can do to have lunch with someone you trust. Be as open and honest as you can with them about all those things that stress you out. The chances are you're not alone. Talking. I do this quite often now, whenever it's appropriate. I choose the talk and walk option. 
Talking means instead of sitting at work or home and talking, I'm exercising in nature and still chatting, either in person or more frequently on the phone. It took me a while to work out the best headphones to use, but now I'm sorted. Sometimes it's just a quick walk around the block. Other times it's a proper walk in the elements. If you're on the phone, encourage whoever you're having the conversation with to do the same and compare notes about the experience. My last talk was with Steve Stark. I was on the beach and he was climbing up a hill. I probably build him rigid, but at least we both got some exercise. Okay, so boundary setting. I purchased a neon sign for about £15, which says, on air. It sits outside my office. I turn it on whenever I'm recording. It's on now. Sometimes my family notice, sometimes they don't. Dad, have you printed off the stuff I sent you? Has been recorded many times during the last year. Boundaries can be tricky to set and harder to stick to. But it's worth agreeing on a few boundaries with the people you share space or time with. Make sure the people you're discussing boundaries with have the opportunity to set their own boundaries, work or personal. Signs can be useful. Reminding people that a door closed or headphones on is saying something. Try not to get irritated when somebody points out that you've stepped over their agreed boundaries and don't feel bad about reminding them when they step beyond your agreed boundaries. Explore the alternatives. It's very easy to assume the ways in which you look after yourself are the best ways. Maybe they were once, but the times they are changing, there are always other ways to look after yourself. Stick a dedicated research slot into your calendar and uh, ask friends or colleagues how they look after themselves and share what you discover with others. Be kind to yourself. If you don't look after yourself, you're not going to be much good to others. Self-criticism can be helpful. It can spur you on to greater things, but there is a limit. Incessant criticism of yourself with no compassion for the fact you're an ordinary human being who doesn't always get it right is unhelpful. It's simply about finding a balance. Maybe you've been busy enough this week. Maybe it's time to ask for help. Time to tell your partner, boss, colleague, family, friends about this thing you're proud of or struggling with. Maybe it's time to schedule those regular breaks or time to do something social with a friend or two. My inner critic has a habit of comparing me to others, but what do I really know of others? I know very little about them. Maybe they're not having as much fun as I think, aren't as creative as they appear. Maybe it's time for your compassionate side and your inner critic to come to some sort of agreement about what's sustainable. Maybe it's time to consider the idea that you're good enough already. Don't settle for surface level relationships. It can be extremely stressful if you can't or don't share how you really feel or when you do, it's completely ignored. Or if the people closest to you aren't able to be vulnerable with you. In my experience, there are no quick fixes and small steps in the direction of more openness can often increase the pain before it gets better. But longer term, a little bit of risk taking here and there can be a very positive thing for them and you. We're social creatures and our relationships are stronger when we reveal our vulnerability. Check out the wonderful Brené Brown if you want to understand more about the power of vulnerability. My summary is 
Be honest with yourself. Be brave with others in small steps. And notice you become yourself, as opposed to a pale imitation of others. As Oscar Wilde says, be yourself, everyone else is taken. But be prepared. Not every relationship survives this increased scrutiny. In my recent experience that letting go of a particular relationship can be the hardest but the single most important thing you can do for you and your well-being. To summarise, we avoid practising self-care because we put the needs or opinions of others above our own. The result is lose-lose. We suffer and as a consequence the people around us suffer. When we look after ourselves at home or work, we benefit and the people around us benefit. It's an investment in our future, but all too often we fail to think beyond the immediate. If you were advising yourself, what would you recommend? Practice self-care and feel more balanced or ignore your needs and struggle through. I try to treat myself as a valuable piece of equipment that needs regular maintenance so problems can be nipped in the bud. Don't ignore the telltale signs that something's not quite right. Explore and fix issues immediately. Your job is to keep you functioning well in the short, medium and the longer term. The most important thing you can do is set and stick to a routine that provides you with sufficient downtime to rest and recuperate. And that includes taking a regular midday break or reset and a heap of mini resets throughout the day. It only counts as a reset if you step away from the things that increase stress levels. Five minutes is often enough. Set boundaries with people at work and home and don't be afraid to call yourself or others out when boundaries are broken. Talking of others, they're important to you. We're social creatures. Strong relationships are essential to our well-being. So take a few small risks. Share how you feel with others and encourage them to do the same. The chances are everyone will value the experience, but it won't always be easy, particularly if you've avoided proper conversations over many years. And last but not least, be kind to yourself. There is only now. Tomorrow never comes. Yesterday is gone. Find a way to enjoy your life. It's good for you and the people around you. There are many ways to look after yourself. If you're new to the idea that it's okay to look after yourself, then the start of all this is tricky to navigate. The chances are it will slip your mind, but it's not a problem. The more you look after yourself, the easier it is to look after yourself. But don't be surprised if when you slip, you feel like you're back at the beginning. You're not. Your new neural pathways have started to form and you'll get back into the swing of things pretty quickly. Find a way of thinking that keeps you on track. I think of myself as a machine that needs regular care, a machine that underperforms when it's working for too long without some TLC. Repeat until practicing self-care is part of your normal routine. Have fun and don't you dare feel guilty about looking after yourself. If you've already downloaded Flex, you'll have access to a range of practical and actionable small steps designed to build the habits that lead towards your goals. You'll be able to convert these small steps from one-off experiments into something you repeat on a regular basis. We call them routines. You'll also be able to track your well-being and sign up to other goals such as stress less, feel healthier, be more resilient, be happier and more. All Flex goals are designed to boost your well-being. If you've not yet downloaded Flex, see how far you can get with creating your own small steps using the ideas described in this episode and join us on Flex if you need a little extra help. And always remember, changing your thinking won't lead you towards your goals, but changing what you do 
might.